Welcome everybody to the Ed Hallback Show, where we tell life stories with sarcasm and we have smart-ass remarks. Today, we have part two of the Dave Callahan interview. Callahan? It's Cahalan. Isn't when that are, what? When are people in my hometown of Mason City that spell their name the way my name is spelled and they call themselves Callahan? I had to grow up with it my whole life. Do you have a therapist? I do. Oh, good. I have gone to many over it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, if you listened last week, you heard the first part. But he's lived such a full, exciting, successful life. And I'm honored to have you in the studio today. Thanks, sir. And uh, I I think we have more stories to tell. So um, where did we leave? Did we talk about playing on the beaches of Florida for 20-some years? No, we did not. And well, I did. I lived in Clearwater, Florida, and got to raise two beautiful young ladies. And I was Mr. Mom before oh. Mr. Mom's even before the movie even came out. Yeah, you get royalties on that. I do get royalties. Oh, nice. That. So, um, but yes, I got to play and sing pretty much the same three clubs on Clearwater Beach for twenty-four years, and watch my girls dance in the sand. It was wow. a rough life, but somebody had to do it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> you, you know how many jealous listeners I have right now? I I can only imagine. I I've to, been a little envious of myself just talking about it. <laughs> you know, good good for you. And some it, of the best memories. You I've have had. more names to drop in this session, well, like you did in the first I, one. I, I could say that. Yeah. Come on, come on. Jimmy, let's go. Jimmy Buffett came up and played with me one time. Yeah. And John Prine came up and played wow. with me one time. Did and, Jimmy have shoes on? And Murray. Oh, hell no. He yeah. was on vacation. He's always on vacation well, in Margaritaville. He, well, but see, everybody used to think he lived in Florida. Well, he didn't back then. He lived in Colorado. Ah. So he would come to Florida just to get his Florida fix. So... Yeah, he used to hang out at the Penguin Palace on the north end of Clearwater Beach because he loved that part of the beach. So it was pretty cool. And my best friend was Hulk Hogan and and Linda because they had kids the same age as my kids, and they all played together in the sand. So pretty crazy, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Anne Murray. Oh, what did she sing? That was back in the 70s. One of her, her hits was Danny's song. Yeah. You know? People smile and tell me, yeah, I'm the lucky one. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. okay, I remember. And she was that. a sweetheart. So she she just, yeah, well, her voice was very you know, sweet. Oh my god, just just loved it. But no, there was that was an amazing time in my life. And yeah, I call it the dream that I never dreamt because I never planned on getting married and I never planned on having children. But boy, when the two girls came and my wife was just an absolutely amazing woman, and uh, yeah. Good for you. I'm the only other person here in the studio today that can say that. My wife's an amazing woman, too. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's awesome, Ed. That's, oh, thank you. And, and well, I, you know what? The only reason I'm here today is because I see that love that you and your wife share. Oh, you're going to make me tear up. Where's the box of tissue? Good. Thank I th- you. I thought this was supposed to be a funny show, but I couldn't help that one, okay? Smart-ass remarks, right? <laughs> oh, that's it. It's my show, damn it. Let's get back on All the right, script, would you? Yeah, yeah. I, get, I give him a glass of wine. He's maybe had a half an ounce. That's it. And he's getting sappy on me Sorry, here. man. So what else do you have for life stories? Because I'm learning something all the time, and I thought after 
two nights with you at a class reunion, I'd heard it all, but there's more coming out of you. Talk to me, David. I get get 24 years of Florida, and the girls leave for college, and all of a sudden, I'm going through the same thing that women used to go through when their children left home. I kind of went into a little bit of a depression, and uh, my wife and my girls looked at me and said, Dad, get your butt back in gear and start doing your music. So I ended up being the house piano player at Seasons 52 in Tampa, Clearwater. Uh, it was a beautiful, one of the finest steakhouses, uh, Darden, which is the restaurant chain company. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Darden. Mm-hmm. Well, it's their high-end steakhouse. And I was the house piano player. I played the grand piano in the middle of the bar. I had a circular bar around me. And Derek Jeter and... And uh, baseball players, baseball players, all those guys would come in during spring break and all the spring training. But that's okay. I'm not correcting Tampa Bay Lightning. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm not a sports guy. So, okay. Well, actually, I was. I was 100 yard dash champion. Anyway, but (laughs) that's a whole nother story. Anyway, um, (laughs) in the last episode, we heard that he knew all about French fries. Now. He's got the hundred yard dash. He's gloating about. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, just gloat away. Yes, I mean, thank you very kindly. I yeah, we we that. got uh, how nope. many minutes? Oh God, we got fifteen minutes. To don't fill kill yourself, out. though. I'm I'm not as fast today as I used to be. Let's put really? it that way. <laughs> I don't know how that doesn't work that way. You you'd think they would have made that just the opposite, like we got faster and smarter and it, no it doesn't quite work that way. Well, I was never fast, and I'm still not never fast. How's yeah, that? Yeah, but you're handsome. That's all that matters. You're going to make me blush again. <laughs> this is my show, damn it. Let's, I'm sorry. Let's stick to I'm the sorry. script. Stick so to tell, the script. tell me more so stories. So we done with Florida. Mm-hmm. I told Kathy I'm ready to get out of here. And uh, you know what? I always promised myself when I was in the music industry uh, in L.A. and Minneapolis and, and uh, then again in Florida. Uh, I always had to live in tourist towns. And I was a farm boy from Iowa. And you know what they say about taking, you can take, how's that go? You can take this, something out of the city, but you can't take the farm. I, I don't know how it goes anyway. I don't either. Anyway. We fake it till we make it but here the farm at the Ed Allback show. Just being out in the country has never left. So I couldn't move back to Iowa. Sorry, Iowa. You're just a little too cold for that Florida blood. So I took a chance on Colorado and Oregon. And I've been living in Oregon for the last uh, eight years. And I am so blessed. I actually went through helping my youngest daughter recover from brain surgery the first three years we moved out there. And I quit my music for three years to help her do that. And when Kili finally got healed, I, uh, I, the girls laughed and said, Dad, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. And they said, Dad, you're as good as any musician out here. So get your butt back out there and start playing again. Long story short, I get the privilege of playing all these absolutely beautiful wineries in Southern Oregon. And I just got done with a video at the Camelot Theater during the COVID thing. And I had the first chair cellist from the Rogue Symphony Orchestra and the Eugene Symphony Orchestra, uh, Christine Sears, play cello on an original song called Come In From The Rain. And I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Ed. I wa- and listened at the same time. Thank you very much. I'm multi-talented. Long story short, uh, Christine was nice enough to send it and show the boys from the symphony 
And I just got told four weeks ago that they want to chart all of my original music and they're going to put on three or four concerts with me this summer. Nice. With the orchestra. Congratulations. Thank you very, very much. I I'm think I'm going to have so to come excited. out to Oregon. I am all about it. And I invite everybody that's listening to come out and see Dave in Oregon. There you go, so, ladies and gentlemen. The, you know, the airline tickets will be in the mail and you'll be staying at the W in Medford. That's There you go. Oh, we have a, uh, I meant to tell you that. We have a uh, Margaritaville in, in Medford now. Yeah. So, you know, you could stay there too. Your friend Jimmy's well, chain? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Although there's too many of them now, and he, he doesn't show up. He used to show up at them and, on the opening for the people that bought them. Right. But there's too many of them now, so he doesn't they he, invite him. But well, he's too busy being an too, accountant, that's... going to the bank. <laughs> yeah, what a problem to have, Jimmy. Tough, tough, tough problem. Yeah. Great guy, though. Good. All of good. them. Yeah. And, uh, no, I had... Uh, I had the privilege when I was in Florida also. I, I kind of forgot about this. I've, I've got five albums to my name. And I only thought I was going to get to do one. And um, long story short, I had a reggae tune off that first album called uh, 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 I Don't Have to Worry About It. And I get a call from a music director one day. He says, is this Dave Cahaland? I said, yeah. He goes, do you own 100% of the rights to this song? I said, yeah. He goes, you got a band, right? I said, yeah, I got a band. I didn't have a band. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I I lied to him. And then he says, oh, and hey, you don't by chance have a couple of Rasta guys in that band, do you? I said, that is so funny you should ask. I do. Okay, you, you have to tell me what that means. I, I the Rasta guys, the reggae guys oh, from oh, Jamaica. Okay, man. So man. Okay, so, got it. Steel so, drums and all. All the whole nine yards. Wow. The 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 dreadlocks. The whole nine yeah. yards. So I put this. I get off the phone. I call my producer, the guy that helped me, Mike Mike Conway. I'll put Mike's name out there because he's just nothing short of an amazing producer down in Florida, and. uh Mike, we got to have a band. We got to have a band. <laughs> so in three days, we put a, get, a band together, including using a good friend of mine, Clarissa, Clarissa Hughes, who at one time was Mariah Carey's backup vocalist. Um, these guys, and we found two Rasta guys. Why wouldn't you? In and Eugene, Oregon, right? And, and we're, no, this is down in Florida. Oh, I'm sorry. And, I, and I'm, they want I'm us not down, following the geography. They want us down in the Keys. So... You know, that's in three days. So we go down there. I've never met these two Rasta guys in my life. And you can only imagine when they looked at this dorky white guy uh, <laughs> that, that they were like, oh, dude, what does this guy know about reggae music? And we got on the beach and started practicing before Jim and, and Ewan got there. And uh, all of a sudden they were like, oh, holy crap, Dave. I'm on. You can come down and play in Jamaica with us any time you want, Dave. Well, you picked so, up the dialect. Oh, That's so I, cool. It, it's so awesome, dude. They're, they're, they're the best of the best. But, yeah, I got to be on the set with Jim Carrey and Ewan McGregor in the movie I Love You, Philip Morris. Unfortunately, I got edited out because we were in the hurricane scene, and they screwed up the lighting down in New Orleans when they filmed the hurricane, so we got edited out of the movie. But... They gave us our 15 seconds of fame on the unedited cuts on the DVD version. So it was really cool. What I loved about it the most was we're on set 
And 10 minutes after we're shooting the first scene, the generator goes down and the lights go off. We're on the beach and the director goes, cut. And the production coordinator comes over and she says, Mr. Carey, Mr. McGregor, would you like to come over here and sit in the shade? And they both turned to each other and they looked at me and they said, not without our buddy Dave. <laughs> well, look at you, schmoozer. <laughs> I got to be like the third wheel the whole weekend. And these guys were freaking hilarious. The same thing happened again not a half hour later. And, and when you're on a major motion picture like that, you're told, look, you, you don't talk to the stars. They're trying to stay in character. They are in character. If you do, we're going to have to escort you off the thing. So we're standing there. Same thing happens again. And I, we're just standing there for a few minutes. The whole, everybody's quiet. Everybody's just, and I kind of just turned to Jim and I looked at him and I said, Jim, isn't this usually the part where, where you like break out in a little ditty for us? And he turned to me looking like, oh, oh, oh no, I couldn't, I couldn't. And then all of a sudden he just grabbed my microphone and he goes, just take those old records off the shelf. And the people are just, they're dying laughing. They're, they're, they're just, and he, and he did his Jim Carrey, you know, I mean, right. the guy is just, he's as kind and as funny and as caring and same with Ewan McGregor. I mean, just Ewan McGregor had just got done singing your song in Moulin Rouge. And I had never ever heard him sing before. And I always thought he was a great actor. And both these guys are like, you, you, you wrote that song? Man, dude, that's a great song. And, and Gary Colomar, who is a music director in L.A., he said, Dave, I've never walked out of a production meeting in my whole life. And when those guys told me they weren't putting you in the movie, I got so mad that I actually had to walk out of the room. Because he said, this kid is great. This kid's good. He deserves a break. Because that's all this business is. Right. It's just getting breaks. And uh, so I'm asking all the producers out there across the world that listen to the Ed Albach show. <laughs> if you like what you hear, when you get on my davidkahalen.com. Oh, did I say that again? Yeah, uh, but nobody knows that. how to spell it. <laughs> I guess I don't. It's all good, dude. Yeah. They'll figure it out sooner or later. Right, right. But uh, no, I, I just, I can't even begin to tell you what a blessed life I've had. And I'm very humbled by it. And uh, I love the fact that I'm going to be a certain age as of December 4th. And Does it end, I'm, end I'm, in a zero? Uh, yes, it All does. Right. Well, congratulations. Thank, Not thank you, everybody man. gets that opportunity, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. Big time, man. Yeah. It is. But you got to keep pushing. And that's all I want to say and get out there as far as kids that even think about doing this or anything. Um you can't listen to anybody else. You got to believe in yourself. And if people think you're cocky for being that way, that's their problem, not yours. It is. It is their problem. It is their problem. E even with you me, know. you know, owner, producer, director, and a few other custodian of yep. the Ed Hallback show, I tell people I do a podcast and they kind of smirk. And it's like, well, I got what it takes to do it in my mind. Right. And, and you don't. I'm going to I'm going to jump outside the bubble. Okay, enough of me cuz that's oh, no. that's all I got, David. No, now, that's not all you got. Yeah, yeah, that's all I You're got. You're a class act, brother. Oh, thank don't you. Don't ever give yourself any less credit. Oh, thank and, you very and, much. It's you know, very humbling. We're no going to tear up again here and I'm about out it's of all tissues. Good. Well, and I'm running out of wine. <laughs>
Uh-oh. 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 We got, we got a problem here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to sincerely thank Dave. We I think we've become pretty good friends over the last 72 hours. I think so. I'm going out to Medford, Oregon to visit him and to uh, sit in the wineries and wine while he plays his wonderful music. There you go. So hey, I can't thank you enough. Thanks again. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, if you heard a scratch scratch on the mic there, it was me shaking Ed's hand. Yeah, we would have hugged, but there's too much table space well, between we just us. Think quite over, you know what? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Ed Hallback Show, where we tell life stories with sarcasm and smart-ass remarks, especially with David Kahalen here. But he had an awesome uh, life story. I'm glad he shared it with us. I can't wait till the book comes out. With that being said, we'll talk to you next time. Don't forget to tell your friends, neighbors, countrymen, and the people that live in the box under the viaduct because they have smartphones. Listen to the Ed Hallback Show. All right, everybody, thank you again. Bye-bye.